Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Vention. I'm here with a good friend, Josh Lovell. And be brave. Stay wild. We'll see you on the next adventure. take the idea and come and actually do it yeah you know there for me when i was looking into like equipment and stuff like that to for to invest yeah into podcasting and stuff um because this is like a long-term thing so it's like regardless i'm gonna find ways to use it yep so it was just like really funny because even like radio dramas all that kind of stuff was kind of like not really on the radar but it's like a major perk <laughs> like i was like sweet i never even really thought about this but it was really funny when I was looking at like what kind of equipment I could get. I either was like, okay, I'm going to go super, super cheap and just get bare minimum out of the way. Yeah. Or I'm going to go whole nine yards. But there, it was so funny because there was no middle ground for me. Yeah. I yeah. was just like, if I buy it cheap now, then I'll buy expensive later or I buy it expensive now and just keep it. <laughs> that, no, that's the thing. You buy all this uh, introductory stuff. Yeah. Then you buy the expensive later. And so now you're probably times and a half. Yeah. Yeah. Invested into it. So I was just like, eh, just bite the bullet. Yep. Yep. That's a, that's a good way to do it. I unfortunately did not do that. <laughs> I no. kept buying introductory mics and introductory mm-hmm. mics. And uh, I bought a, the Rode um, NTK. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I saw that setting on there. The Rode NTK, which is. Pretty much this. I think I saw it, yeah. Just a different um, preamp, um, different tube. And um, it didn't have the Omni settings. So now I got the K2. So that was a $600 purchase. Oof. And I bought another microphone that was a $400 microphone. And I'm, I'm glad I got it, though. It was uh, um, the Shure SBM, SMB. Mm-hmm. Anyways, S5B. Um, it's... It's uh, everybody uses it. Mm-hmm. Actually, Michael Jackson used it for some of his songs. Oh wow! I know, right? Just put the value just so much higher. Right, right. Um, but it uh, and when you watch all these uh, uh, um, music videos on YouTube now, mm-hmm. all these music videos, you know, people do worship and then they do like this uh, kind of a group setting and stuff. Everybody's got that microphone. Hmm. This sure microphone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a really good mic. So I got that. And then I got this one to be the upgrade to the NTK. Yeah. And it's $800 mic. Mm-hmm. And so now I'm looking for another microphone. Uh-oh. That's even that much more quality. <laughs> and it is about 3800 bucks. So what are you striving for? What like are, I striving so for? Are, is this kind of just like a personal thing? Because you really enjoy music. Uh, yeah, music. So playing it, I can play it. Mm-hmm. I enjoy playing it. Um, I enjoy good sound. Mm-hmm. So so it's the appreciation of sound. The which, yes, the love of good sound. The the super warm bass, something that you yeah. can feel. So kick. it's so it's like those. It's not necessarily practical, like a sports car. Uh, Where it's like a sports car in the fact that it's not necessarily practical, but because you enjoy it and because it 
means something it really means something. to you. And if that sports car can be used in an Uber and make some money at the same time, uh, now that makes it so much more valuable. Yeah, I mean, that would so, be a pretty pretty awesome Uber. So because our family recorded a long time ago, mm-hmm. once upon a time. Mm-hmm. Um, the Love All, the Love All Trap family. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and the quality was like, blah. That's and a lot of the guitars. But you, but you weren't responsible for the recording and stuff No. Like that. And I was always like, man, I, I, I could do that. Or I, I, I can do better. Or I, I know I can get that that sound to that sound crisp. a little bit better. Mm-hmm. So it's like this. There's a picture. There's a meme. I, a meme meme. I got to <laughs> show you. It's, uh, uh, it's like um, this is it's a picture of a recording room, a studio mm-hmm. room. Everything is so covered in like an inch of dust and there's cobwebs everywhere and there's a skeleton sitting down in a chair right in the middle with his hands stretched out holding one knob and holding another knob close to him and says the never ending pursuit of perfection <laughs> he's just <laughs> dead and that that's it's it's like uh, i'm just looking for that good sound mm-hmm. so i'm um, I, what I want to do with this music is it's uh, it's a gift. It's a ministry, right? Mm-hmm. So to use it, I need to use it. I need to um, be able to do song specials. Yeah, yeah. Um, play. Um, let it be a blessing for people. Mm-hmm. And to let it be a blessing for more people would be to record be able to do music CDs. I want to do one with Anne. I want mm-hmm. to get her to do a, a music CD. I want um, our family to be able to do a, uh, another CD. And I mean, it's it's a lot of wants, but people keep asking, when, when is another CD coming out? When's this coming out? You know, it would be awesome if you did a guitar instrumental CD. It'd be awesome this and that. So yeah, uh, because I have started to buy all this stuff and I want mm-hmm. good sound, I'm... I'm, I got an expensive taste and <laughs> yeah, it's starting to become a lot of money. Yeah. Bit, and so it, it it's not, it's never just the mic. It's always what the mic connects to and this and that. There's all like the components. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And actually you can get by with, uh, I'm going to say good quality stuff, right? You mm-hmm. can get by, you don't need pristine, pristine, yeah. the $4,000, $5,000 mic unless the rest of your gear match it because mm-hmm. um, it's a chain. If there's a weakness in the chain somewhere, that's going to sound like that weak link, right? Mm-hmm. So if I want to get a $4,000 mic, I might as well get the interface and the preamps that match it. Yeah. And, um, <clears throat> but you can get by with good quality. I'm going to say mm-hmm. good quality. Yeah. Because a lot of people say that it, it's not really so much the gear as it is the source. It's the source, right? It's the guitar. It's the voice. It's the inspiration behind it. It's the the feel behind it, right? The feelings, the performance, I'm going to say. Uh, that's where it starts. So mm-hmm. it's uh, you can make something sound good, I guess. The squalling cat. You could do a little bit to it. But there's, yeah, you know, <laughs> the, you end up sounding like a out of auto-tune DJ rap something. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? So, um, yeah, it's it's in moderation, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dream is still a $4,000 microphone and a $4,000 interface 
and a $3,000 preamp connected to a $3,000 Mac. And a $5,000 voice. Uh, That's the dream. (laughs) Voice. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, voice. Uh, I already got the $4,000 guitar. Yeah, I think I've shown you that guitar. Did I show you it? Um, Yeah, yeah, I have seen it. Um, And it sounds like $4,000, so I'm glad I got it. Um, but then, to every but to everybody else, like, right? I'm sure there's matter? like a, I'm sure there's like a difference. But even with mics and guitars and like all these like fine tuned things, yeah, all everybody will look at it and be like, well, there's not too you're, much of a difference, right? So you're like you're spending an extra three thousand for like a couple decibels. To everybody else is what they're thinking is like for a, the a few changes for the two percent of your audience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So to speak. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, those are the only ones like I could only, I could probably pick a handful of people that can tell a difference between that Taylor and my old Gibson and uh, the Martin that's in the church. Yeah. Right. And the quality of gear that I got that captured that sound. Mm-hmm. The majority of the people, probably 90% or more, are just, they're just wanting to listen to the song. They just want to, you know, sing the words to the song, sing along with the song. They don't care how it sounds necessarily. Yeah. If it hurts the ears, then yeah, you got issues there. <laughs> you shouldn't have anything that hurts the ears. Yeah. Um, but yeah. as long as they can hear themselves and as long as they sound good to themselves and that's the most part. Yeah. But <laughs> Enjoying the music, right? Yeah. 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 Enjoy the music. So yeah, I'm still geared towards the 2%. Yeah. Loves music. That, oh yeah. Like enjoys the sound. So it's a, it's a love hate relationship. Yeah. (laughs) But I think what would be worse than having that 2% mentality is having the 2% mentality, but being content with worse. Yeah. Well, yeah. Just because it's, it's available. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. Well, and like these kids stories, I don't, that's kind of the beauty of these kids stories that we're doing. Mm -hmm. It's kids who cares. Yeah, you know what I mean, but it they, but they still sound great. Yeah, so uh, those you, kids, you know, there's probably so their parents are listening to it. Mm-hmm. I listen to them, yeah, because <laughs> my kids listen to them probably twenty times in a day, yeah, over and over again. So I need them to be to the point to where it's not annoying. Yeah, right. There's, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's kids stories out there that's just like, oh, not. Not and again. then it's the parents' decision to turn it off, not the kids. It's like, yeah, that's enough. No more. Well, I'll give them something else. Right. I'm bleeding from the ears. No more. Yeah. But when you make it entertaining for both, then. Yeah. Then that, that's satisfactory. Or I can make it to where I can ignore it and it's, it's, there's nothing glaring. You could tune it blaring. out. Yeah, I could tune it out. Yeah. So these radio, kid radio dramas, uh, you and Anne put them together. Yeah. And... Uh, Manu. 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 Um, has Addie been any of them? Yeah, she's done, a, she's done a couple, but see the difference between those two kids is she is so, she's lazy and flopsy. Mm-hmm. She does not articulate anything. Oh, yeah. Emmanuel surprisingly articulates everything. Mm-hmm. So he makes the How perfect. Old is he? He's four years old. Yeah. And everything is so articulate with him. And he always plays the main characters and stuff. He's the main character. That's what makes it so fun. Yeah. So then the supporting characters don't need to be perfect. Yeah. So then everything is just. They're more comedic relief and just. Here we go. Yeah. You know, support the story really. That's it. Yeah. 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 And Emmanuel's got it. Oh yeah. 
he's gonna have one of those golden voices <laughs> yeah he's <laughs> funny and he he expresses in it too mm-hmm. so to get him to do a part i'll be like um um like david and goliath yeah you know, there's goliath and and uh, i'll tell him all right emmanuel i'll push record okay say hi goliath hi goliath you know he matches tries to match my yeah, tone. yeah yeah you are going to die today, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll feed your flesh to the birds. And he's like, I'll feed your flesh to the birds. He's, he's yeah, just yeah, yeah. so enthusiastic with it. It's, it's so funny. So then I'll take that full clip with my voice and his, cut mine out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Smashes together. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, sometimes they sound like a broken sentence, but. Mm-hmm. But, it, but it flows. It's cool. Yeah, it, it works. <laughs> um, That's like the ideal way to do that kind of stuff like when you have time i would say but like the way that we did it yeah. we did it mo- the most rudimentary crude way possible and it was almost as if it was that because we did a sherlock holmes one yeah and it was like really old timey feel yeah um and so i put a ton of like distortion effects and stuff like that to make it really old school sounding and stuff like that um but it was actually really funny because we showed up. We pretty much took a little bit of time getting everything set up and then kind of discussing roles and stuff like that. Um, and then Kayla, my sister, pretty much uh, designated the roles finally. Oh, okay. And then what was really funny is that we all just kind of sat down and just started recording. And so there was no pre-read of the scripts. There was no... Um, there was no... Uh, there was... When we messed up a line, you would just redo the line. Oh, okay. And then you would just keep going. And so we literally chugged, like, we chugged through the entire script. Yep. It's like a 30-minute script-ish. Yeah. And we did it in, like, an hour. Yeah, yeah. In, like, less than an hour. <laughs> and so okay. we just we just sat down and just from start to finish, we didn't... And that's, and that's one thing that definitely I don't suggest <laughs> because it's, like... um. It's it's difficult. It's, yeah. It was a lot more difficult than I expected for me, especially. Yeah. Because, like, we're juggling accents while reading script that we've never read before. Yeah. And so that, so I literally jumped between, like, Aussie and Irish and Scottish and British, <laughs> like, all at the same time. And it was like, I'd say a word, and in my head, I was like, that's not right. But then you just keep going, and then somebody else goes on to their line. And so it was just really funny in that way. Yeah. But yeah. it kind of brought like authenticity in a way. Yeah, no, it does. Uh, to yeah, to me, I would be too self conscious. Oh no, I was extremely self conscious, but I also realized I was like, we we we're gonna get better at this, so this is gonna be, yeah, like bottom bottom tier, and so that everything else was just gonna get better from here. Oh yeah 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 yeah. Because because th- that would kind of annoy me if we did really well and then the very next one was eh. lower. And I would just, oh, that, that would, yeah, that would be a pet peeve. So then you kind of, uh, as you go, you're going to have rehearsed like this particular British accent Mm -hmm. and then this particular French accent. And so then in your mind, um, when you see that line coming up, I'm going to switch to this Yeah, and then you can confidently switch. Yeah. And, um, I switched between English and French. Yeah. And and that was rough. 
The, yeah. the French yeah. was a lot easier yeah. to switch into, but going back to British, it was just like, oh, what? <laughs> but, yeah. Um, but uh, everybody else, French or English parts. And so the accent part was fine, but the articulation and stuff yeah. was the start part that surprised me in the difficulty because you're reading these long lines and then you're going to stumble over a word and then you're just going to have to like kind of make it work type of thing. That's that's the hard part, <clears throat> reading. Yeah. When you don't know what's coming up ahead. Yeah. So the, then you don't know what to accent. That that what. was a lot harder than I yeah. anticipated because typically like at school and stuff like that, when they have you read, you kind of just like, you can read in fairly steady pace and yeah. uh, articulate the proper words and stuff like that. But when it comes to actually oh, this is somebody else's voice. Somebody else's voice. And you have to be convincing, yep. then you're then it, it, it yeah. messes with you. Well, because you're acting, right? Yeah. And it's a it's it's creating a mental image of a performance. Yeah. And so then um you have to speak those actions and articulations and excitements and yeah. fall offs and you yeah. know, you kinda have to create it for people yeah and it's hard to do that when you don't know what's ahead <laughs> yeah I, i'm probably next time like um probably actually like physically with a pencil write down like a uh, drop down here or something like that like yeah excited excited Sad. like, like <laughs> we were supposed to go through i i didn't because i was doing a few other things but we were supposed to go through and like highlight all of your lines oh type of thing and so like i would just go through and it'd just be a blank line and i'd just start reading it yeah. But it was just like, yeah, everybody's moving. Your eyes are moving. You're scrolling. And and then it comes to your part and it's like, be convincing. And it's like, no. <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's still fun, right? The oh, spontaneous. Yeah, it's, so, it's so much fun. I, I wonder if somebody, you could designate somebody, one person, or someone that's not even in performance to read the whole thing, get the emotion of it, and then put little clues and cues Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking. And then, so like your sister would put those cues in there. Mm -hmm. And then as you're reading. And we have to do the whole thing over at least once yeah. of just reading. Yeah. That's oh, probably yeah. yep. something that would be very helpful. Melancholy. Because not only do you like, because you're, you're reading and then suddenly out of nowhere, you just say, oh, melancholy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Aggressively <laughs> no, it's, shouting. So, so you have to like, kind of like see that. And so, yeah, we would literally come up to a spot and it would say aggressively. Yeah. And like in quotations. Loud noises. And so, so you'd go right up to that spot and I spent a lot of time just cutting out those blank spots. Yeah. But we'd go up to a line and... <gasps> And then like kind of think about it, like how aggressive should I go? Like, yeah. and then suddenly, and then you hit the line and then I have to crop everything down and stuff like that. In the context of aggressive, how hmm. aggressive do you want me to get? Yeah, basically. Spit but, dripping um, off the mic or? Is a lot of your, because you do pretty like 85, 90% of the voices. All the characters. <laughs> yeah, pretty yes. much all the characters, uh, all the background secondary yeah. characters pretty much. But um. Do you have any of those kind of mental notes or stuff? Or um, yeah, definitely. Uh, or is a lot of it actually ad libbed? So, uh, so the the spontaneousness, spontaneousness and ad lib is the beauty of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, having an emotion at the at that part, and then yeah. and it's more real, right? Mm -hmm. It's not just like it's a rehearsed robot. Yeah, yeah. Almost all the parts. So we re rewrite down the story. Mm -hmm. I never follow that script. I get mm -hmm. to it and I know the context of um, what Pharaoh is supposed to say to Moses. Yeah. But then um, to to do that character, I have to have, 
uh, I'm a visual person. I have to yeah. see everything, right? Um, so I have to see that person and and mimic and, and mock or or do exactly like that yeah, person's yeah. doing. So like if I'm doing a Russian voice, I have to see a Russian in my head. Mm-hmm. So switching characters, I have to see that character and imagine him doing it. Mm-hmm. And then I, I am that character, you know. That's cool. Yeah. Like, you know, I'll put you in the body bag and throw you off a bridge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you cross my paths and you make fun of my mother from Russia, it might be bad news for you. Does he have a big beard? Yeah, he's got pretty big beard, yes. And his sister has a beard, too. Oh. Yeah. Impressive. It's a little weird, I know, but it is uh, necessary. It is for the warm. It's, it's really cold in uh, Slo- of Slovakia and uh, Mother Russia, so. Yeah. Um, do you kind of just go straight from character to character, or do you... Or because no, you're editing, a, do you do yeah. a lot of stop and retake? Oh, or, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So um, what I what we first did is Anne read the whole thing. Mm-hmm. It's a story. And then just the whole the entire script. Read the whole well, <clears throat> out loud. Yeah. Read the read the whole narration. And then we find places to add these characters and voices and stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's we wanted to take the feel of it's a story. Yeah. Time. It's a story. And then these characters are like coming alive in the story. Mm-hmm. So she would read it and then we would say, oh, right here would be good dialogue for Jonah and the sailor. Yeah, that's kind of a, 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 that's a, that's a good way to do it because if you're kind of just building it, yeah, like one step at a time, you could probably just go off the path pretty quick mm-hmm. of and like lose people almost like in the maze of mm-hmm. the story. Yep. Uh, so by having like blocked out that's yep. what, uh, and even like in one of the previous episodes, it was one of, uh, I did um, uh, animation, uh, claymation, stuff yep. like that, stop yep. motion animation. Yep. And they do a lot of blocking, just kind of like here, here, and here. And this is where you're going to end up. And then they, they do it framing where they just are stepping. I, I forget the, 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 the word for it, but yep. then you fill in the gaps. Yeah. And, that's essentially what this is kind of in like yeah, the script white writing area. You can kind of feel it too. Like, mm-hmm. um, cause we're, I mean, we're completely satisfied. The kids are completely satisfied with Anne reading a story. Mm-hmm. They'll listen to it. Right. Yeah. But if, um, it's like this part is kind of monotonous, this part is kind of, uh, eh, you know, or there's not enough in this. We'll add voices in a dialogue to make that part exciting mm-hmm. or, you know, just kind of go by feel this new one, Moses. Um, we're doing it part by part. So we've pre-written the parts and the script and everything. Yeah. And I'll do her voice. Then I'll do Moses. And then I'll do Pharaoh. And then I'll do back to Pharaoh. Moses, another part, and reading. So it's, it's um, well, it helps, <clears throat> it helps me in editing. So I don't have to keep cutting and stretching and moving things around. Yeah. I, I already have the flow. But the problem is, is, you don't get the whole story or the whole picture because mm-hmm. right now we're halfway through and we're at seven minutes already and all the other stories are at seven minutes, eight minutes. Yeah. So it's like, uh, I didn't know what I was getting into. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like, it's like, uh, you started and you don't know. I have the end written down. It's like, Oh man, I didn't know it was going to take this long to get to the end mm-hmm. or I got too much in the beginning. I know that. So then, so then you have to redo it. Is is there something, uh, a way that you would avoid that in the future? 
Um, I don't, it, uh, maybe it is just having one of us record the whole entire thing on all the parts and everything. Mm-hmm. And then put get in the timing, right? Yeah. Well, and then, yeah, time it, see what it looks like too long. Okay. Then edit some stuff. Um, before we actually have me doing the parts manual and then adding all the sound effects. Yeah. Cause uh, as I'm going, I have all the sound effects already. We're, we're I mean, we're just going, mm-hmm. so it's going to be rework. I have to go back and change things. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. How many of these have you done? Uh, Noah, uh, Daniel. We're halfway with Daniel. Um, David and Goliath. Uh, Jonah and Moses. We're halfway with Moses. So we've done three and we're working on two. I, I can't. Uh, I'll listen too long to one thing. And I, I lose uh, the feel for one of the stories. So then it's like, uh, you, it's better to have fresh ears to l- re-listen to what you've already done. Mm-hmm. And you can say, oh, yeah, that was cheesy. I don't know why I did that. Otherwise, at the time, I'm so stuck in it. I have five five hours listening to this one part. Yeah. And I, I'm not catching all the little yeah, yeah, parts. Yeah, yeah, you know? Definitely. So, but if you jump in between, you kind of have fresh ears to hear like, oh, you know what? I don't need that. I'm going to add this. Mm-hmm. So, and yeah, it takes a long time, but the goal is to get this out as a, as a CD for people to listen to. Awesome. So, um, and all of this is on your really nice mic. Uh, yeah. Um, um, is that, is that, Oh, a singing mic. Yep. So it's not actually a narration mic. It's not the, um, the, uh, the sheer, SMB, the other one. Mm-hmm. I was talking about the Michael Jackson one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that one is good for narration. It's, it's kind of got the same um, uh, natural, or I'm going to say, yeah, neutral yeah, yeah. sound to it, and it more deep in the voice. This one's um, captures almost all the gamut of the voice, almost every, um, you know, all the frequencies, mm-hmm. all the articulation, all the... Um, which is great in singing. Yeah, it's good in singing. But it's good for voices too because I can still add compressors and things to it. Oh, okay. All the plugins that yeah, I have. Yeah. So I can easily turn any recording into a narrated voice mm-hmm. if that's the the okay. EQ'd compressed voice. Yeah. There's there's presets and everything mm-hmm. in these compressors and stuff. So uh, are where do you how do you do your um, sound effects? So sound effects picky again uh-huh <laughs> i don't like cheesy you know yeah yeah um i uh try to do it uh with either my own voice or objects and things around the house mm-hmm. like noah building the ark we took a whole bunch of wood and stuff me and justin in here which is just clang clack and then drop it and saw you know and yeah yeah so we made up our own sound effects that's great that's perfect uh some of them are a little more difficult like um the burning bush Mm-hmm. You know, eh, I'm not going to go stick my mic close to a fire. <laughs> so oh, but it'll be perfect. There's <laughs> So on YouTube, there is free um, yeah, yeah. sound effects. Mm-hmm. So I take snippets of those. I'll take two or three of them and combine them to where I can get, I can, with my effects and everything and all the yeah. other plugins, manipulate and get a sound effects that I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Like for uh, Goliath getting hit in the forehead with a rock. Boom. I used a tennis racket hit to a golf ball. Uh-huh. So, and uh, my voice. 
you know, like that, and then a slap on my knee. So all of those combined and model, modding them up a little bit was this very meaty stone sinking into the forehead and hitting the bone underneath. Oy. It's the, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, that was a good hit. That was a good hit. <laughs> so then that's, that's like, yep, I could see him falling down after that one. And so you have a, like, you have, like, an idea, like, kind of just, like, repeatedly in your head? Or does it kind of, like, the like a sound effect, do you kind of hear it before you find it? I, I know what I'm looking for. I know what I'm looking for. But but the end result, is it pretty close to what you're looking for? Or is it? Um, it, it is close because um, <laughs> I'll search for one hour for this one sound effect I'm looking for. Oh, boy. Right? Like the, um, I was looking for an army that marches up and all stands and stops at the exact same time on the opposite side of the hill mm-hmm. and does this like chant type of thing. How am I going to recreate that? So I had to. A lot of voiceovers. A lot of, well, a lot of uh, (laughs) these free clips on top of each other, adding effects, finding a um, chauffeur horn, finding a, uh, I uh, I found a, um, there was a, um, like a a soccer game, Mm -hmm. 50,000 fans. And at the exact same time, they all went whoo like that and clapped. Yeah. So took that, combined it with, this army sound and that and a whole bunch of mean people sounds with marching, stomping feats and echoes and stuff like that. So I get this big old resounding, you know what I mean? It's kind of like this perfect scene of this army that just stops right there and makes a presence. Like we are here. Mm -hmm. And you do articulate between the ears. Like, uh, what is it called? Fading like right ear, left ear, uh, phasing, phasing. Um, where you hear it like on one side or something. Oh, okay. Like if um someone's listening to a stereo versus a mono. Yeah, speaker, yeah, yeah. Like one speaker. So then that yeah, because uh, people listen to it on the phone. Yeah, yeah. In their car, on a big stage. So yeah. you kind of have to make it to where it sounds good across all those mm-hmm. uh, platforms. <clears throat> so does that take quite a bit of like? That's that's in your mastering. So once you do all your editing and stuff like that, yeah. you go through the mastering phase mm-hmm. where it's like, okay, get people in the same room. Everybody, we're here for subjective and constructive criticism. And we're going to find everything we don't like and um, edit it, right? Mm-hmm. We're going to make it sound um, good across everything. So then when you're mastering, you go through and you try to find all the, the clicks and this and bad noises and bad sounds. And then, combine it and sum it all up into mono and then see what it sounds like mono and then see if something gets lost. And if it does, then you have to move it here. And then, you know, just it's a it, mastering takes a long time. Yeah. It, it, it really does. Oh boy. <laughs> so, um, there's a lot, I, I spent too much time in mastering. I found a great tool. Isotope. Isotope. Uh, yep. Isotope is a company that, um, makes all these great plugins um, there was a plug-in that was 2000 something dollars for mastering. Suite. I just saw one of their plugins the other day. Yeah. Uh, RX? No. It was one to make a vintage uh, radio oh, sound. Okay. okay. And I was like, oh, sweet. And yeah. then it didn't load. Oh. <laughs> uh, they got, yeah, they got some cool free stuff too in there. Um, so their mastering plug-in mm-hmm. 
with all of this other stuff, it was two thousand bucks. I got it for on sale, four hundred bucks. The so two thousand dollar one. I got it for for four hundred bucks. Nice. So in that software, they got um, everything to fix audio and post processing, and it's it's got a lot of stuff. What's the software that you use originally? Like, do you uh, record straight to? Well, you can use whatever platform you have. So, um, like Logic Pro, mm-hmm. they got some mastering stuff in there. Um, Is that what you use to edit and everything? Uh, Logic Pro. Yep. Yep. That that's my DAW, DAW. Yeah, that's that's what I use. Uh, a lot of people use Pro, uh, Pro Tools, mm-hmm. Avid stuff. Um, I use Audition. Yep. Mm-hmm. There's there's a lot of them out there. Cubase, um, GarageBand. There's even <laughs> well, yeah. Actually, I mean, hey, yeah, it sure. works. Yeah, it does. Um, all you need is your ear. If it sounds good. Yeah. Right? The thing and about to a lot of other people, it does. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it works. Um, People spend more money on things that kind of do the job for them, right? Mm-hmm. There's some mastering uh, hardware, mastering hardware compressors and, and EQs that makes the sound just so sweet mm-hmm. and really compresses just perfect and um, does the work for you so you don't have to do so much work. Yeah. And that's what this isotope thing does for me mm-hmm. is I uh, click master assist, I play it, it analyzes the sound. And it says, here's what you probably should do. Ah. And then that's awesome. Check it out. That does sound pretty good. So for me, now I can just say, Master Assist, check it out. Yep. That sounds awesome. I'm leaving it alone. I'm not touching it. Yeah. After that. And it does. It sounds good. That's awesome. Yep. Um, is there any like uh speed tips that you've kind of just like articulated? Speed, not necessarily uh, speed, but things, something that make things quicker, or yeah, kind of just like, well, I guess speed isn't necessarily the the objective. To well, yeah, there's not much time in the day. Who's got eight yeah. hours in a day to do just this? I wish, yeah. I would love to have a job just doing this. Um, yeah, no one's got time. So if I in my one hour that I have in the evening. Mm-hmm. Um, there's some tips and tricks to, uh, to make it to where you spend less time post-processing mm-hmm. so that the sound you capture at the, it's perfect. You know, you don't have to do too much to it. Yeah. Um, for music, uh, metronome is huge. Uh, I know people don't like playing to metronome cause it can sound too robotic, mm-hmm. but if you have a metronome, you can quantize midis um bass drums you can you can uh quantize a lot of those right to those beats yeah put makes them in line so then everything is uh on beat nothing is out of beat uh it's a really fast tool um setting up your compressors and everything ahead of time and getting um getting your source and your microphone to sound good without processing yeah is a huge win mm-hmm. and you don't have to do anything to it later maybe you just tweak the eq to fit into the song a little bit later mm-hmm. you know but if you have a clean source that saves a whole bunch of time um other time saving tricks 
rehearsal. <laughs> yep. Uh, and that was a big one for us when we we're playing music. You know, if you wanted to do a, a good production recording, um, everybody like the fam, our family, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, my me, my brothers, sisters, rehearse, 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 practice, 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 to where it's almost seamless, and there's no post editing after that. Yeah. And that way you have a good solid song captured once. Yeah. Well, that saves time. Um, uh, one thing that takes up a lot of time right now for me is somebody wants to do a song. Hey, let's collab. Let's, let's do a song. Uh, okay. Uh, what do you want to do? Well, I want to do this song. So they send me the recording. Ah, okay. So then I listen to the recording, uh, find the words, write down the chords. Being remote, I have to record the guitar, mm-hmm. put a fake drum in there from the machine here. Yeah. Send that to them. And that, that I'm just recording the guitar. I don't have a voice. I don't have the feel of the other musicians. I, I, I'm just doing the guitar. Yeah. Yeah. That's not the finished product. So then I send that out. They listen to it. They add their parts, bring it in. Uh, no, that's not the feel we're looking for. I try something different on the guitar. So the clap, a lot of juggling. Yeah. It's a, it's a lot of back and forth. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if, uh, so if you were to do a drama remotely, Mm -hmm. that person do their part, that person, that person, that person, it'd probably take a long time. Yeah, probably. Unless you had it all timed out and the parts timed out and right. You had a script. Mm -hmm. There was no ad libbing. Yeah. Yeah. Stick to the strip script because that's their time slot. Everybody record it. And then you'd have to individually one by one, bring them all in and, and line them up. Yeah. Yeah. That'd take a lot of time. Doing it all together at once. Boom. You got it. You're done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's uh um, what's the, what's the end goal with this, uh, with the radio dramas? Is it kind of just like, is the CD kind of just the, what do I want to do with the kids and stuff? So I wanted to, um, it's a story, right? It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's, um, story from the Bible. It's, uh, stories that we believe in and we want kids like Emmanuel knows these stories. Mm-hmm. So it's, um, it's already right there for him. He already understands the story. Yeah. So then later on when, um, they become more, uh, feeding on these, uh, these stories and listening to the messages and then they can say, Oh, I didn't know that. Or I didn't think about that. Or, you know, yeah. Yeah. Um, with these recordings, I want to make them available on a CD, make them available on iTunes, make them available, uh, on YouTube to be able to be, uh, streamed. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe on YouTube, they include some pictures and can do some pictures and draw some pictures. She's mm-hmm. pretty uh, good at painting. Um, and, um, yeah, see, see where it goes from there. I want to do a, another one after that. So, uh, Bible's full of stories. This one, maybe it's 10, get done with eight or 10, send it out and then do the next one. You know? So there are five either done or in the works, but how long have you been doing this? Uh, as much as the kids will let us do it. No, no. How long have you been doing it? We started... Last year, we got Noah. We started Noah Thanksgiving, 
and we got Noah done two days later, very fast. Um, because it was pretty simple. I mean, it's out in the ocean. It's easy to find those sound effects. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we waited another month or two. Did David at the end? Uh, no, we did David in December. No, you have a November one. I think we did that one in November. Yeah. For some reason, I think it was Thanksgiving we sent out Noah. So we must have did Noah just a little bit, or uh, Jonah a little bit before that. We did mm-hmm. Jonah first. And then David, and then Noah, so it's about a month in between. And then Daniel and Moses, it's it's a month in between. It's not every night, you know. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably four times out of a month able to do this. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, hey, it takes a long time. It pays off. Well, yeah, at the end, of course, yeah, the kids love it, you know. Yeah, and it sounds awesome. There's a lot of kids that like it. Uh, Andrew and them, they listen to it probably 10 times on the way down from Baghdad because that's how long it takes to get from Baghdad to here. (laughs) (laughs) That's awesome. So, yeah, it's a, it's a fun, um, because music and recording and everything takes up a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, me doing it by myself uh, takes time away from the family. Yeah. So then if I was to have a studio, like studio somewhere else, recording studio somewhere, like if it was at the church or going to someone's house and doing it, Mm -hmm. I'm not really including the family. Yeah. So really, uh, we're doing this because it involves the family. We can all do it together. Yeah. Uh, the time with family is probably the most important thing. Mm -hmm. So if we could do stuff with the family, we'd rather gear our hobbies towards, uh, the full family doing mm-hmm. it being able to do it yeah if we go to justin if you go to someone else's house to play music yeah the family can come and they can play outside and stuff like that that's fine but uh yeah if i'm locked in a room by myself for five hours every night yeah. i'm not seeing them you yeah. know so might as well include them yeah in the fun yeah in the fray and it's enjoyable for for yeah. you and all parties i'm i get to do what i like to do oh yeah mess with sound that's all you can do or that's all you should do thank you all for listening to this episode with josh level be sure to listen to part two in the next episode till next time see ya